this week we have Nika. Nika, how do you know me? Hi, so I know Jamie from work. We both work at the Student Union uh, in the University of Worcester. And yeah, been nice three months now. <laughs> yeah, and well, this is your... The set, Eloise was on last week, so I'm really starting... Since, since I asked people at work, would they be on the podcast? Literally everyone said they want to be on it. Some people are like, why haven't you asked me? How? I goes, I have too many options, it's great. But I'm so glad that you're on it. This is awesome. This is your number two. Uh, I'm I'm literally have I'm gonna try to have as many of the work ones on as possible because I think in like a couple of years time, whenever we're all in our own wee jobs, we're all in different places all over the world. We can look back. We can listen back to these, and it'll be very funny to remember at the time what the hell we were talking about. Yeah, and like imagine from like next two years, we'll be in such a different mindset and then listening, oh, this was my problem. This was my issue back then. Sorry, what? <laughs> I know, it's so, it's, it'll seem so insignificant to whatever else. So you're in University of Worcester. Oh, can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's an ice cream man outside my house. <laughs> it is way too cold for ice cream. I don't know what that man's thinking. Um, literally <laughs> University of Worcester from Croatia why did you come to University of Worcester oh my god everybody asks that <laughs> um yeah it it was a bit of a risk let's say that Definitely. Um, I've never been a good student <laughs> in high school I was like a C grade student I didn't care too much but at the end I was like you know what, I, I don't want to be in Croatia. I want to go somewhere else, explore the world a bit. Um, and then I was looking at courses because I still have no clue what I want to do in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so at that point, I was like, I want to do something with psychology. And then I saw University of Worcester had business psychology, which not that many other universities have. Um, so I was like, okay, let's try that. I applied to four or five universities. I don't remember. I know I applied to Coventry and Birmingham and Nottingham, I think. Uh, but at the end, I chose Worcester because it felt so cute. It felt <laughs> like it would be such a nice experience. And like everywhere I read, it f- it would say like, oh, Worcester is so safe, blah, blah, blah. And it, it's the same size as the city I am from. So it felt comfortable to go here. Yeah, okay. I get that. And like, I, I can, like, t- you say you didn't know what you want to do with your life. And that is a big risk. And also, like, moving from Croatia to England, that's a big risk. And that's a, that's a big step. And I'm wondering, you obviously never got to an open day, did you? Uh, no, so literally... I went in blind uh, with the house, with everything. I've never, I've been to London when I was 16 before, but I've never been anywhere else in England. And I was like, okay, I'm making this big risk right now. And I'm, I'm not even gonna have a look at the university I'm going to. I'm not even gonna have a look at the house I'm gonna move into. And I think I was very, very lucky. Yeah. with everything um because it could have been so much worse oh, big time yeah oh my god 
uh, especially with the house. I've been living in this house for three years now, and I, I think I'm so, so lucky yeah. with everything. And was it never like a consideration for you to go into halls now? Um, I think halls are just unnecessarily expensive. Yeah, they rip us off, they do. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I have a friend, he went to halls, and I it just didn't seem like a vibe to me. Um, it, just too busy and too noisy and awkward, I would say. That's fair enough, yeah. I, I get that, I get that. So, what does business with psychology involve? That really interests me, matching them two together. So, the best way I think I would describe it, it's it's very similar to HR. Um, it just, it look, I've had psychology for past three years, mostly i didn't have that much business because i'm i'm in both uh, school houses of psychology and the house of business and it seemed at first to me like it would be something very relaxed i wouldn't be like a psychologist psychologist because i've never wanted to be a psychologist psychologist you know i've never wanted to deal with mental illnesses and counseling because you can ruin somebody's life very quickly. A lot of pressure, <laughs> a lot of pressure, yeah. And I think at the end of the day, if I, I was like a real psychologist, like a counselling psychologist, I would be depressed. I like Yeah, a lot a lot to deal with, yeah. Yeah, like listening to all the issues and everything and trying to help them in the best way you can. So I was like, okay, let's do business psychology. And basically you're using the knowledge of psychology in organizations, how to get the staff to feel better while they're working, how to like from staff well-being to the whole organization being like ethical and stuff like that. Right now I have a module that's uh, HR basically and it, it's I've, I'm loving it I'm honestly in love with it and I'm planning on doing masters I mean fingers crossed <laughs> I get to do masters uh, in HR yeah. in Worcester you think? yeah yeah I think I would stay in Worcester I think just for one year to move somewhere like just imagining that I have to get all my stuff into boxes <laughs> and get a van and go to some other town it just I can't do that I can't <laughs> yeah I know like I know it's down the line for me it's I'm still only in my second I'm only in my second year and I just I, I do I would like to go somewhere different for but if I'm gonna go somewhere different I want to go like somewhere far away I don't want it to be like I want it to be a different country I'm thinking or like a different like so I would like to maybe Scotland or go to like Canada or, or America if I'm gonna move for a year I'm gonna move I'm not gonna make it so, all this hassle to go to flipping Bristol you know what I mean <laughs> I get you. I was looking at Bristol. <laughs> so was I, because it seems really nice and stuff. But it's just like the thought of moving it all. Oh, it's yeah, such a task. Yeah, but you know what? Like in other European countries, universities are free. <laughs> I, was I like, know. Oh. Don't mention that. <laughs> oh, there's no loan. No nine thousand two hundred pound loan for a year. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It, it, no. It's insane. I, I talk about like Denmark because a lot of Croatian students go to Denmark. Oh, do they? Why? Yeah, it, basically you have these agencies that help you move out um, and go study abroad. And 
they mostly do like Denmark and UK. Um, there is a lot of Croatian students all over England. Mm. Uh, and I know a few in Denmark. I don't like. I know that people generally go there, but I don't personally know that many people there. Like two or three. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was I was looking at like Germany as well. I was looking at Austria. Oh, wow. uh, like a I lot wanted. Of yeah, that's the worst part. It's like there's so many choices I can make, and like sometimes you sit back and you're like, oh, what if I did this? What if I what what if this what if that and just like well no focus on what's happening right now in front of you and be grateful for the experience you have it's hard to do that isn't it yeah i totally get it um i was gonna ask um your course so what is like what would you say the best part of it is and the worst part of it is oh um that's a hard question yeah best part i think would be having the opportunity to meet so many people because we are in both houses so house of psychology and house of business and you get a chance to see both like ways that they educate you because it's it's a bit different i would say yeah 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 um and you get to meet so many other people from other courses because if i was for example only doing psychology i would mix with people that are only doing psychology but in this way i'm mixing like i have lectures with people that are doing marketing and stuff like that so yeah that that has been amazing uh but at the same time there's like i don't feel like i belong to either psychology or business yeah because you're only half in them yeah i get that um i've because they don't like in psychology they don't talk about business psychology that often they're mostly oh yeah forensic psychology or like counseling or clinical whatever they just talk about that mostly they rarely mention business psychology um and yeah i i would looking back now i would structure it differently Mm. because i've had mostly psychology in past three years and there are some modules that i despised like biological and cognitive psychology i don't need that in my life honestly i don't want to know about neurons i don't want to know about anything like you have to know if you're going to call yourself a psychologist a psychologist of course but yeah. it's just like i i don't find that interesting and i don't know how that applies to business <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah i was literally just about to ask that well how do you think that applies to business but i was going to ask you um so doing like a bit like a business with psychology you said there that um it's like basically like you know hr in a way and like you're saying like you know trying to make sure everyone feels like comfortable and like you know trying to make the staff like you know morale and like boost and everything i'm trying to i'm trying to think like in this day i'm trying to say in this day and age with all like you know like so much like sexual harassment happening in work and there's just so much that goes on like not that it didn't happen back then but it's just been addressed more now i feel like this job like there will definitely be people looking business psychologists so you're in with like a good chance to get hired maybe yeah hopefully you know um but there's always like different approaches in hr you have like a soft and hard hr which depends on the focus are you more focused on your employees or are you more focused on the organization and how the organization looks yeah um and that's like a big 
thing when that you have to think about when you're going if you're going to go into that field and what are your morals and how do you how are you going to approach like situations like that and definitely like it, it's it's not an easy job especially with like what you said like sexual harassment and work how do you deal with that how do you make the best that, like how can you help both of the people like for the person not to do that ever again in their life and mm -hmm. how to help the victim and how to deal with that as an organization and it's a hard like there's so many like moral and ethical issues that you as an HR um, per, like member person whatever deal with and I, I kind of like that because I like those like ethical and moral questions and how do you how would you approach it and stuff like that yeah it's really fascinating i'm i'm really invested now i want to know more um <laughs> because i feel like that would be like i feel like that's something like maybe not the psychology bit but it's something to do with like business the side of business you're talking about i feel like if i didn't go down my like work that i did like i was very good at business in school and i feel like i could have ended up in another world doing that i was going to ask you have you ever worked somewhere? Like, have you ever, you've had a job, haven't you? Besides yeah, the hire, obviously. I've been working since I've been like 16, okay. 17. So in the places you've worked, what, how was there like business psychology? Like, how would you have rated, now looking back in retrospect, you've, you're getting educated, you're in your third year, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I've had some very bad situations. Like, I used to work in this restaurant and I was working with, like older men and how do you deal with being like dealing with the way they're thinking and talking to you how do you yeah. like approach them in a respectful way and still like they're your colleagues because those men were like 20 years older than me yeah and yeah it's been like looking from a like psychology way like approach from like an hr way and like a lot of especially back in Croatia like a lot of those organizations will not have HR really? they will yeah because HR is mostly in big corporations and big organizations okay. uh, so it, like when you have a small business and you have students working like you have a like this organization called student service um, and all everything like all the doc documents and paychecks go through them but and they're like protecting you in a way but in the company that you are working in um, that can be like a restaurant or whatever there's no HR there's like you have a manager and you have the director and that's it <laughs> yeah I, I, I was surprised like I understand this is not like a full HR organization like a part of the organization like branch but I'm thinking like there has to be like someone who should be taking on the HR role like your manager is probably supposed to be doing that but they haven't done but they not give a fuck no they don't <laughs> especially like in that <laughs> restaurant that I've worked for they I, like literally I worked every day for eight to nine hours during summer and you would go insane at one point like after working a I month bet. there as a student you like you desperately need money if, and you get money but you work so much you get exhausted yeah, you work for that money yeah so it's not like oh i'm doing this part-time thing no i'm literally working eight hours every day for a week which i don't think is illegal but um, it should be yeah um yeah it's it just it's been weird i've worked so i worked in that restaurant for maybe like three summers in a row 
Um, then I worked for my family. So my mom, she has her own small business. Um, so I would do like administration. I still sometimes do, but I, um, I don't have time right now to be like, all right, <laughs> let me just get you the, this. Um, what does she? Do, do... What does this business sell? Um, so she sells um, like, oh my god, this is so hard to explain. I barely know how to explain it on creation. Basically, it's like hydraulic um, pipes and stuff like that. It's it's okay, very that not what I expected. I expected like no. like homemade like cupcakes or something. No, she is like I give props to my mom. Honestly, she is doing something that not that many women do. This is like majority. She deals with men every single day, and those like that can be like men that are um, not educated that will flirt with her. That you know, yeah. she is some like you have to be so strong to work with like all men around you, like no women at all. Um, Good on and your I mom. give yeah but she she like she's very strong and she doesn't allow them to like take advantage uh of like her like in a way that she's like a woman and they think that she's not capable to do this because she's been doing this for my my whole life i think even longer than 20 years now maybe like even 25 i don't know how long she's been doing it but yeah she she inherited the business from my grandpa and she continued on selling hydraulic pipes and like yeah I tried to learn I know some stuff but I could never do like what she does because it's not only the you know paperwork and finance it's she actually does the hard part she like has to deal with metal and stuff flying around like when I was back home this semester she got a metal part stuck in her eye and we had to go to the hospital oh jesus yeah it's like it's very dangerous and she does it and it's so impressive that she is so strong like physically and mentally to do that so i give so much props to her so she does the like all like the behind the scenes stuff as well as being hands-on involved yeah she doesn't have anybody employed uh, her boyfriend and me help out when we can. Her boyfriend, of course, does more than me <laughs> because he's home and stuff. But yeah, she does everything. She does from sales to like finance to doing actual work uh, that goes into it. Yeah. And has it been successful? I mean, we also we are still standing, so <laughs> I would say yeah. We, yeah. it is. My goodness. But it, there have been like rough patches, of course, and dealing with COVID and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah I get it's it. not easy. But she's still going, which is the main thing. Positivity, yeah. yes. Yeah, but I love like sometimes when she opens up to me, she's like, oh, I really want to be a florist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sorry, you chose it. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, she can dream. No, we have a huge garden back home and she like spends, when it's nice weather outside, she spends every minute in the garden and she tries to get me to do it, but I hate, I hate being in the garden. Really? Like digging and flowers. Oh no, I get a rush every time. Like, <laughs> I hate it. I will help out, you know, like I have to help out because she will yell at me, <laughs> but... um. I do like do the labor that I have to do but then like escape at every given moment that I can. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, my headphones. I have these shitty little headphones that like you what like you know like AirPods, the normal AirPods, that sort of shape. I, I, my ears only work for the normal shaped headphones. You know these ones with like wee buds on the end? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get fucking it, I get can't it. stand them. They're so <laughs> My headphones fucking broke. I had to fucking oh, return no. them. And oh. yeah. Well, how did they break? They just wouldn't turn on. They were like wireless. You know my white ones that I always come in wearing? Um, yeah. Yeah, they just, they just, the button wouldn't like turn, they wouldn't turn on and off properly. It took ages and I goes, right, I'm just returning them. I paid 40 quid for them. Well, yeah. our student, Written. our student, <laughs> I didn't pay it. Um, yeah. Oh, you bought them from Reach? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so I'm getting my money back for that. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, it's not fair because they don't work. So, sorry, that was just my headphone rant. <laughs> no, no, I think we all need the rant on everything like when you need something in your head you need to let it out because it's gonna bother you for the rest of like your day or how long the entirety of this podcast i keep i have to keep push them in every two (laughs) fucking seconds just we're gonna go to to croatia right so i just want to know like what you miss the most and what do you miss the least of from croatia Oh my God, I have a straight answer for this. I miss food. I miss food so much. Like, I cannot describe to you. Oh. What is, what food, like, in particular, like, what, like, what, what do you miss? Like, what type of food? Okay, so, like, the whole, like, produce section, like, all the produce tastes so much better than here. (laughs) When I bite into an apple, it doesn't taste like an apple here. And I'm so, I'm so confused by it because it doesn't have, it's like, it's not as sweet as they are back home or like, I I don't get how you have watermelons in December. How do you have watermelons in December? Like how? I don't know. That should not be a thing. Like, why do you have mangoes in December? Like, that's a summer thing. Don't do that now. And yeah, (laughs) our, our stores are like focused on like seasonal stuff. You will get here and there, like, frozen sections here. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on frozen sections here. Oh, oh, I want to get you started. Please tell me why. (laughs) Oh, my God. We don't have them this big. First time I got here and I went to the store and I was like, this all is frozen food. Like, a whole huge aisle is just frozen food. I was like, we have maybe two refrigerators back home for frozen food and that's it. Like, how is this so big? Um, ready meals. We don't have that home. Do you not? No, you don't. We don't have that. You cook for yourself or go to a restaurant. Um, yeah, we don't. I don't think we have. Now I'm trying to think, but, but no, I don't think we do. Your, in your the supermarket you went to, you, you didn't have it. You definitely would have seen it if you shopped in that supermarket your whole life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm like having a mental picture right now of my supermarket from like next to my house, and like we don't have ready meals. I feel, um, like, I feel like this has been built up over a very long time. You've been very annoyed for a very long time about our supermarket uh, situation. Oh my God. I'm so frustrated about food. I'm like, I love food. I can eat every second of the day. I swear to God. Um, but it's just like, and the types of food like we have back home. So like the types of meals we have back home is just so different than here. Um, so like we have a lot of meat, you know, yeah. Eastern Europeans, we have a lot of meat going on. Uh, so like I miss just going to a restaurant and being like, all right, I want chavapi, and those are basically like these 
they're not sausages, but they look like they are, and they're just grilled meat. Um, oh, but they're yeah. delicious. They're oh my god, it's so greasy and so nice, and you eat it with onions and bread, and oh my god. <laughs> Ah, uh, I honestly, like, that's the first thing when I go home, I, I say to my family, like, all right, I want food on the table when I enter the house and I will spend <laughs> next two hours just eating. Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. I'm so lucky in the sense, obviously, I'm just coming from across the water. There's nothing, there's a couple of things different. There's different types of breads I you cannot buy over in England that you can only get over here. They're like Irish bre- breads. They're called like wheaten bread and veda bread they're like these i just love bread and that's the thing i miss but you have a full like your entire thing is different like you like y- y- there's just some things that you're just never going to get like meat is uh, there's so your list is just, i'm just trying to say your list is so much fucking longer <laughs> yeah that's crazy what is your favorite equation meal like what it, like if you were to is it what you just said there whatever you i don't know how to pronounce it um um so my grandma she is a cook and my family they are from bosnia so uh, I we had a lot of food that you I mean in Croatia in general you eat a lot of food that's originally from like Bosnia and Turkey okay. so I love this thing called uh, krumpirusha oh. basically it's like this dough that's rolled in a circle um, and it's filled with potatoes and my grandma taught me how to do it um and you make it from scratch and it takes like two three hours to make but she makes the best one i've never eaten like something so good as her krumpi rusha how do you spell that i kind of want to look it up right now uh oh wait uh k-r-u-m-i no without an i b uh B-I? <laughs> Wait, let me spell it. <laughs> so it's K-R-U-M-B-I-R-U-S-A. Oh, I found it. Okay. That's not what I expected. Yeah, and basically you can put like uh, cream on top oh, to yeah. make it like a bit moist. And... Oh my god, I would sell my soul for that. I would <laughs> honestly sell my soul for that. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah, um, what else? There, there's so much food I love. Like, seafood can't even compare here. Like, I, I avoid bet, yeah. seafood here. Because um, you live on the coast, don't you? Like, it's close to the coast. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on the coast. So, like, calamari. Such a different story. Here, it tastes like chewing, chewing gum. But... <laughs> back home it takes tastes like food um (laughs) yeah like food in general that just my pet peeve here i like i try to cook and last two years i've been like so good with cooking but this semester jesus christ i can't make myself cook it's so frustrating yeah i just pop in a frozen pizza and that's it (laughs) but even if you go back home you obviously you have frozen pizzas at home but like you've obviously like there's a l- limited option of stuff you can do quickly then because you're saying there's less freezer options yeah i would say like at least in my shop <laughs> i don't yeah. like i don't know i've never i don't know that many people that cook with frozen food i think everybody's family is like all right we're having lunch and or dinner or whatever and like that's a big thing for example back home when i'm at home like with my family I have to have a meal where we are all eating together. Oh, I we love can't... that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So every day when I was in high school, um, let's say I finished school, if I had a morning timetable, I would finish school around two. And when they come home around four after work, we would all sit down and eat together and talk about our day and how has it been and what's going on with them and whatever. And like, it's a small ritual and I love it and I miss it so much. Yeah. Oh, that is. Yeah, I, I really love it. Like the dinner time conversations just like they just i love that it's just a really good time to talk to people and like yeah it's just bond time and you will i don't think it, in any point in your life you will never regret sitting at a table with your family whenever like everyone's dead you're gonna look back at that time and think oh my god that was i'm so glad i done that and didn't sit in my phone in my room by myself yeah no and that's why I loved cooking, being home, you know, I always cooked for my mom and her boyfriend because I know they're like busy and they want to eat something when they back get back home and just I loved cooking but at this point I cannot stand it anymore. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, I need for a while for somebody to cook for me and then <laughs> I can get into that routine of cooking for them again. Do you think if but, yeah. you go back home will it come back? You're like oh I'll be you'll be fine to cook again. Is it just is it England that's fucking you over? Uh, it could be honestly because I don't have to cook here for anybody except for myself. So if it doesn't taste good, I don't care, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. But when you cook for somebody else, it's just automatically like, oh, I have to put an effort into this and it has to taste good because it's ruined. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, so then what do you miss the least? What is something in Croatia that you kind of like didn't don't like? Like, you know what I mean? Like something that you're happy to be, be in England that that's not there. Is it like it's obviously nothing to do with food? I'm thinking more like are you a fan of the hot weather because over here obviously we don't have hot weather or what is it that you don't miss from Croatia uh I would say like um there's like obviously so many things that I miss like the sea and the weather and whatever but I don't miss um I would say people's mentality back home And I think that's the number one reason why I left I left for pursuit of better opportunities and options in life you know job education whatever but back home people are a bit stuck in their ways they will like let's like I'm taking a stupid example but people don't volunteer as often as they volunteer here like they they love their community of course and we're like we are always treated as a community of people and you love your neighbor and whatever whatever but I don't think people are doing that much to help themselves and people around them. And especially with this COVID thing, oh my God, people have become so conservative and so close-minded. Like right now, there's a referendum going on about them, like wanting to, like, basically they're trying to get um, with... Away with uh, COVID restrictions, they don't want ha- they don't want to have any like COVID passes. They don't want to get vaccinated, blah blah, mm. and they want a referendum. And it's just ridiculous. Like there's so many still in Croatia that are not vaccinated, um, and like there has been so many conservative things going on with like homophobic stuff, with sexism, with you know, 
I'm not saying it doesn't happen in England. It does happen in England, but I don't think it's so apparent and so often as in Croatia. Yeah, and I can totally relate to the like people being stuck in their ways because in Northern Ireland, people are definitely behind the time. Not, I don't think it's behind as Croatia, like the way you're describing it, but it's definitely it's bad over here compared to England. And like, there's people, you know, like I know a lot of people that are against getting vaccines and stuff, and but you you said there about you wanting to leave and that you obviously left before covid even existed so i'm wondering was it just the the, the stuff like you were saying about the homophobia and the sexism and stuff um but you were like there's people that were raised there's people that I, i'm sure that there's people that you were went to school with that were raised exactly like you know exact same community and everything but they don't feel the same as you why do you think that you knew that like the sexism and the homophobia like it was wrong like obviously you should know what's wrong everyone should know what's wrong but i'm thinking like people can be brainwashed you know what i mean like from their parents and stuff obviously you were just raised with your mom is raised you well is that what you would you would give the credit to yeah i would give a lot of credit to my mom and i would give a lot of credit to internet i think i grew up with uh by consuming a lot of like internet co- uh, content and stuff like hearing a lot of like watching YouTubers, like a stupid example, but watching YouTubers and the way they talk, because I wouldn't watch like, oh, let's get ready for today. Let's put on makeup. You know, I would watch like commentary videos and stuff like that. And that definitely shaped me, but I would, but that wouldn't be the biggest part. I think my mom has done a very good job in like trying to raise me in a way that I would be very open-minded, that I would not be as judgmental that's so good that's so yeah good. that's really good yeah and like i would i'm proud to like call you a friend i'm also proud that you're like you're such a like an ally to so many community like especially the lgbt your friend your best friend is lgbtq and like you know you're friendly with me and you always just like stand up for what's right and like you always like care you know what i mean if anyone had any problems like if in terms of like say if someone in work came up to me and said something like homophobic or something i know that you would not stand for that shit you would have you would like be on it you would climb over that bar and beat some bitch <laughs> yeah i would you i so would i honestly would no, that's just yeah, so no. nice to think that <laughs> no i i really want to you know like i talked to my housemate my best friend and she opened up to me well because i found out she was gay um and she opened up to me and she made me realize how actually hard it was back home for her to be who she is and i think um that opened my eyes a lot uh, because i didn't back home even if there are gay people they are very very closeted or ashamed of it or they are hiding because you would get beat up. Yeah. You would get beat up. And I've never had an experience like hanging out with somebody and hearing their story and how's it been for them? Like I, I've seen it online, but I, it's different when you yeah. see it in person yeah. and when you know them. And n- like I for sure know every single LGBTQ person has had their moment of like discrimination and felt bad for being who they are 
And I don't want them to feel like that because I don't want to be in that situation and I don't want you to be in that situation. And like, because some prick that thinks he is better than everybody thinks he can say or she thinks that she can say whatever she wants. It's not fair. Exactly. I want that on a mug <laughs> <laughs> or a t-shirt or something. That's so, so right. And I love that. Like, I, I, we had the, we had this conversation when we were eating our Christmas meal. Do you remember that we struggle with people that are well i struggle i don't think you said this you said that you thought you were this and i was people that are passive the people that have no opinions on nothing you said well i'm sort of passive and you've just proven in that last minute that you are not you care so much about what you know other people so bitch you're not passive (laughs) no you know like when you said passive i thought like Oh, hobbies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I get I, I don't get. have those. It <laughs> doesn't matter. That's not what we meant. But yeah, it, it's at least we understand each other now. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing I wanted to talk about before we do our last segment is you mentioned it like slightly there, which was makeup. You mentioned it in like a, like a jokey way, but I was thinking like you do love wearing makeup you do your makeup very well it's very nice and you told me one time that I don't th- you don't think you could leave the house without makeup is that true yeah um I I think makeup's a big part of my look <laughs> yeah. I, w- I would never go out of the house uh without makeup it's because of my ex- uh, like insecurities I grew up with a lot of acne um, and I still have scars and I still get acne from day to day. Um, and it just, you you grow up feeling like you're not good enough just because you have this pimple on your face and yeah. it leaves a little scar on you. And, you know, you can hide it. You can easily hide it. You just need to practice and <clears throat> learn. Even though I joke or about like beauty creators and i'm not trying to be offensive to them just like it's it's good that they can make money but um yeah um yeah yeah okay i'm i'm just wondering though like i think it's so like good that you like you know i feel like if you want to wear makeup and you want to wear it every day you go like there's no issue and like I don't think you should have to explain, and I'm sorry that you just did. I didn't. I should have interrupted you. No, you didn't, no, you didn't have to explain why. I was just saying that. Like, I was just wondering, what do you think for uh, the people that like? I feel like you kind of just have explained it though. Like the people who say women should never wear makeup. It's like you know, the, it's just like them putting themselves down. They're just like living up to standards of other people. And just before you answer, I also remember hearing one time that like some boy in uni halls I was in last year said to a girl goes you know, you really shouldn't wear makeup, boys don't even like it. And I was like, there is, in, in no world, is that girl wearing the makeup for you? The girl yeah. is wearing it, wearing it for them. And like, w- w- how they want to feel. It's nothing to do with a fucking boy. So I, I was, everyone was pissed off about that. But I'm just wondering, what, what would you say to the people that say, girls shouldn't wear makeup because it's like putting you to put your standards on i think it's ridiculous but i, I presume you think the same yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> um a lot of people online especially will say oh you're catfishing you don't look like that without makeup uh you like it's not about how like i just want to feel comfortable i want to feel confident and makeup is what gives me confidence of course and i have nothing against men wearing makeup like if you th- 
Like, if you're just gen- putting this on one gender, I have nothing, like, against men. Like, men can look so good. And I'm talking about straight men. Um, like, I've seen some videos, like, them putting eyeliner. Like, you go. Yeah. Go do it. Like, who's just putting this on one gender, you know? And um, I think it doesn't matter. Like, makeup doesn't matter. Because I can put it in every second of my day and I can literally wear it all the time if I wanted to you know yeah yeah totally and i think that like that, yeah i like just people think that like they only attach makeup to women and it's wrong you know people any gender enjoy wear, enjoys like wearing makeup but it shouldn't be such a thing everything's just a fucking thing and everyone has a problem with something like there's, anything you do someone will have a problem that's always a thing that i'm aware of so just do whatever the fuck you want yeah, literally, like, who's stopping you? Just because somebody is saying, oh, you shouldn't wear makeup, why should that stop you? Like, you are living your life, and who cares about this person that you'll never see again in your life and what they think? Yeah. You love to wear makeup? Wear it. You don't love to wear makeup? Don't wear it. It's up to you, honestly. If It's what... It's about what makes you confident and what makes you feel comfortable going out and whatever. Like... I had, like, this summer, for example, I worked in a camp, and this summer was the longest period that I have not wore that much makeup. I would just put a little bit of mascara, and that's it. And I was very proud of myself because I reached... I know I can be that person that doesn't have to wear makeup. Yeah. Uh, But I love to wear it. I love to get ready, and I love... Like, the whole process of getting ready for me is, like hyping me up to go oh now I'm gonna go grab a coffee and gonna look so good and you know like yeah. those little moments uh, make it like for me make it worth it yeah and do you think that someday you could see yourself not wearing makeup at all or you ha- do you think like you'll wear makeup for the rest of your life and that is totally cool I'm just thinking do you ever do you, could you see yourself like just living life without makeup or maybe when I'm like 70 <laughs> <laughs> but um, until, <laughs> yeah no I grew up with like watching my mom put makeup on every morning and I started putting makeup on very early I would say like I was 13 maybe 14 oh god I bet it wasn't as good as it looks now no <laughs> it was horrible <laughs> I have so many pictures of bad makeup looks like I would put a foundation that was like orange and I was white as snow <laughs> And I would put blue eyeshadow, like blue, blue eyeshadow. And. Oh, God. Well, I'm glad them days are in your past. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> and too. You're not coming into work <laughs> with that. Well, yeah, you know, I just think that, like, you just, you just need to find the right vibe for you. It takes time just to figure shit out. Yeah, it takes practice. And, like, there are some things that I still can't do. Uh, like, some of my friends can do it, I can't do it. Like, let's say eyeliner. I because of my hooded eyes it takes so much longer for me to figure it out how to do it um and i there's so many stuff like i want to learn but i i don't think i will ever take a class i'll just watch a video or something and try to recreate it yeah that's so cool like i feel like you have a genuine interest in this like you really are interested like you're not obsessed with makeup but you just have an interest in it and that's nice to have that yeah and like there are other things that give me confidence not just makeup like yeah. 
getting nails done oh my god for the first five days when i get my nails done that's only thing i'll be showing and moving like <laughs> i'll put my nails in your face and be like look <laughs> and they're always very good like you're it and they're always like they're always so pretty like how much do they cost though because like nails are can be expensive to get done Oh, they are so expensive. Oh, my God. They're so expensive. Oh, God. You say that so painfully. Yeah. Like, my bank account was just like, shh, dying. Um, no, it, back home, it's cheaper. Everything's cheaper back home than here. But um, it was 40 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And they're already, like, grown out. So I need to get them done again. How long have uh, you had them done? Maybe two and a half weeks. That's not weeks. fair. They should be doing longer than that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> a tear just fell down. <laughs> no, it's just it's a expensive hobby hobby to have, you know. Yeah, there you go. But you said I you had no hobbies. There you go. <laughs> yeah, a new hobby: getting uh, spending money. Oh, that's my favorite hobby from now. <laughs> just spending it on makeup, nails, clothes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Right. So, we're on to the next and final section. Have you thought of something that has made you feel uncomfortable, Nika? Oh, um... A lot of things make me uncomfortable. Uh, yeah? But I would say dating. Dating has made me uncomfortable, right? Okay. Not in, a, like, the way your mind goes straight. I'm very awkward when I'm on dates, and I'm very awkward with, like potential partners so yeah i think I, that <laughs> that's a shy and i always find it really interesting like it it's it does make me nervous when i'm you know me meeting other people but sometimes it makes me nervous so, you know not all the time sometimes i have a bit of confidence like or like a bit of, a bit of like nervousness sorry but most of the time i have confidence but i'm thinking whenever you first lay eyes on the person that is the most awkward bit it's whatever like how do you walk up to them how do you introduce yourself like whatever you're sitting down and you're eating a meal and you're getting comfortable Maybe awkward silence could be, like, annoying, but, you know, I'm thinking, whenever you, so, you went on a date recently, I know, and I'm yeah. wondering, whenever you first met that person, how did you, like, introduce, was it, like, awkward, did you, like, have to walk into a restaurant and, like, scan from where are you, or what way did it work? So, like... I hate online dating and meeting people online. I hate it because in your mind, you imagine what their voice sounds like, what they look like, right? Mm -hmm. And then just he picked me up. So it was not me even entering the bar. It was me entering his car. <laughs> Got you. And like I was expecting this like very deep voice, you know, in my head. I had pictured it. Nope. <laughs> no. and just like the whole image just shattered in my head <laughs> that's the whole um, thing yeah yeah and then you like it's so easy to talk online but when it's in person like don't get me wrong I have the same energy I'm chaos online and in <laughs> real life but it's just so different because you're trying to pick a topic to talk about, but you have nothing in common and oh you're struggling there for two hours, sweating. <laughs> What's next topic? What should I ask him now? And yeah, and imagine like he drove me back home and I kissed him on the cheek, um, but he's much older than me. So <laughs> I think... It, it tells me that like you like it from from this I can get I can say that you need someone that's confident someone that does not shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, I do need but somebody. I feel like a lot of people need that. You see, like I want someone like if I want a relationship, people like 
I would like someone that never shuts the fuck up. But I don't think it's fair for me to have that person. I think that person needs to go with someone shy. Because th- that shy person needs someone to talk to them. I don't need someone I can talk. But it's just like, I don't. I just hate that awkward silence. and trying to, like, re- I really hate having to work for a conversation. Like whenever it comes so naturally. Like with us, this has been so chill. I have so little notes for this. Compared <laughs> to like other people's. I usually have to write notes and notes and notes. Like just because conversation is harder with them with you it's yeah. very easy so why was this date not easy conversation <laughs> was it him i mean it wasn't him i would just say like we're in so different places in life he like has a job and that's all he talks like it's either talking about going out or job <laughs> and i'm like i'm at uni i have to decide what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life i'm like dealing with so many stuff right now and so different you know and like don't get me wrong he was super nice and everything that's good but i don't think there will be a second date i mean i'm leaving in like three days so but you are going back so yeah but you still think no no i don't like i definitely think i need somebody who will like have banter with me who will like joke around on my expense and stuff like that yes i get you i get you yeah and he was like this is gonna sound awful and people are gonna hate me but he was too nice (laughs) (laughs) no that does not sound horrible i totally get that there is definitely like in a like i have a friend rachel she her name is rachel i'm just gonna name her because she's gonna know it i don't want to like she goes is this me you were talking about she is super nice anyone that knows her will know that she is super nice and that is fine as a friend but see as a partner like I don't think I could be dealing with that constant, you know, positivity and niceness. Like, it's just like, that's that's the whole thing. I need someone to be like, like, she is honest with me. Like, if there's a problem, she will tell me. And like, that's what I need, really. And I think that like, just in like a relationship, if someone's being so positive all the time and so nice and so complimentary, I just feel like I feel somewhat like, in a, as I say, in a relationship, like you have to return it. Like, I have not got the energy to be saying that the person looks good every five minutes whenever I'm getting told that. Like, there was a person I met and he kept complimenting me. And I was like, I'm, you're going to have to stop complimenting me. And he was like, why? And I goes, because I am not going to say half as much back to you. I think it was it's fine. It's fine. I just don't think it's necessary. I think it, like, re- use, like, loses value whenever you keep saying it over and over that the person's, oh, my God, you're so good looking. You're so nice. You're so blah, blah, blah. I just start to listen to things. And it's, it's like all the time. But, like, what do you mean in terms of niceness? I think you meant something different. No, like, honestly, I just need somebody to be a bit rude. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It doesn't have to... Like, I know first day is, like, very awkward. And, yeah. Uh, but I want, like, a competition between me and him, you know? Like, I'm very competitive for no reason. I will be like, all right, let's race. <laughs> yes, I get Like, out of nowhere. But... Well, what you said, I think it really depends on the love language you have. We've done those tests like a couple of weeks back and yeah. I I think, I don't remember what I got, um, but I think I've got the words of affirmation for something like I need, which I wouldn't personally say, but the test said it, it was. But I would like, I would say I'm a person that gives a lot of um effort like i put in a lot of time and like things i do i will cook for you i will clean for you i will do like stuff for you but i will not tell you i love you like after two dates three dates <laughs> like no <laughs> yeah it's it's very 
hard to do that for me too. I feel like, I feel like he's just, I just don't know if he can, like, be truthful that, or like, I don't know. I, it's just, it's just the, the word I love you, it means so much to someone, or the words I love you. Um, it just means so, and I think like saying it after two dates, it's just like if someone said that to me after two dates, I'd be like, right, that's us finished because it's just, <laughs> they don't mean that. You can't mean that after two dates. No, but I know some people that have done that, and I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah, it, how? It, it fascinates me. It, it really does because you don't know. I feel like you, you can only truly love a person when you actually truly know them, and you yeah. do not know someone after two dates. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like I've never gotten to the point where I thought oh okay I might be in love with this person yeah um it's mostly like a lot of failed talking stages <laughs> okay but um yeah I I don't know same as you like the word love means so much to me I don't say I love you to my friends like I love them but I will not say that say it to their face I get embarrassed <laughs> okay yeah there's some friends I say to and some I don't but like I love them all but there's just some ones that like say it to me and then I just say it back because it's just a thing you know what I mean like um but I do mean it like and I've said it before and I yeah I feel like I do say it to a lot of people actually <laughs> <laughs> when I think about it now yeah um something that's made me uncomfortable I just want to see your thoughts on this is um Christmas trees and the fact that people put them up so fucking early really gets on my tits. As well as Christmas music, the way it's played from like late November yeah. really grinds my gears. Because I just think, like, I enjoy Christmas and I have a great time with my family and stuff. But I think bombarding you with Mariah Carey, which I love Mariah <laughs> Carey, so I love it. And like, you know, Christmas trees and shit just so early. It's just... It kind of brings the meaning out of it. Like, I think everyone should, like, put up their Christmas tree. Like, maybe two weeks or a week before. Then celebrate Christmas. Leave it a couple of days and take it down. And that should be it. It should just be... Like, I just, just don't get it. Like, it just bothers me. Um, Yeah. What, what is your deal with Christmas trees in Croatia? Oh, I'm the same as you. So, Good. when I saw that people started putting Christmas lights after Halloween... I was, cra- I was going crazy. I was like, "Why are you doing this?" Yeah, early Why? November. I said late November. It's fucking early November. It's now. It's early. It used to be late November. Now it's early. Um, so I, <laughs> my my Christmas looks a bit different. <laughs> so my mom loves to do a lot of DIY stuff. Okay. And basically, for past I don't know how many years, three, four. We haven't had a Christmas tree. We had these like wooden things uh, in a shape of a Christmas tree on the wall. And then we would put ornaments on it. Um, okay. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, she, I think, found it on Pinterest a few years back. And <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yeah, we're doing that. <laughs> I was very against it. Now I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because I, in protest, I would get myself a small plastic tree and put it on my table. Um, but I, I, I don't know where it is. Um, yeah, we haven't had a tree in a while, but I don't know. She asked me this year um, if I want one. I was like, uh, do whatever you want. I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, but basically, she always waits for me to come home. 
since I moved. Um, and we put it up together and do it together. Oh. One year we were, oh my God, I hated that year. Looking back now. Um, so sh- we agreed that I will put ornaments on a ceiling and they would come down uh, like uh, raindrops. Okay. And yeah, that took me like two days to do and they kept falling down. Um, I don't think I will do that ever again. No. Um, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't do that much. Like in the sense, we don't do lights outside our house, or we just do inside. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed like people here do it outside, and it has to be like grand and. Yeah, there's one house in Worcester. I think theoretically we've both seen the house. It is extreme. Like it is. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like, it is like a mad amount of lights. It's way too many. Yeah, no, like, my whole street right now is full of lights. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so nice to see it, but yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't personally put so much effort into it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of... The thing I think um, what annoys me is the fact that, you know, people... Like, I've, I've had this argument with people, and they're like, oh, Jamie, it's just, like, let people be festive, let people have a good time. But I think that people put a lot of pressure on Christmas. Like, people expect Christmas to be this most amazing thing and like that's why people like you know people getting bombarded with the music and the trees and all the shit from the early november what happens if people hate christmas what happens if someone lost a loved one at christmas what happens if i don't know like that's i know it's very morbid but what happens if so like someone is alone and they don't get to spend it with anyone and they hate the thought of this christmas coming up where everyone's having great times and they're by themselves we don't need to bombard them so fucking much that's what i'm saying (laughs) yeah see i didn't look at it from that perspective and now when you say it i'm like oh yeah that that's horrible (laughs) that's actually horrible but how does your christmas look when you go home oh well it's like um thank you for asking um i (laughs) come home and like the tree my mom used to wait for me for the tree like on a normal year when i lived here she we would she would just wait until she got a day free we both had a day free and then we would do it together but I just get very frustrated putting up trees and like I just get very bored. I just like as soon as I'm two minutes in, I just don't want to do it anymore. So she just does it now. But my Christmas looks like, you know, we uh, it's family. Like we all like we, we don't have a massive family around for a meal. Um, What do you do? You eat like turkey on Christmas Day? Um, Yeah, I think it's chicken. Uh, okay, but yeah. Yeah, potatoes, chicken, a bit of veggies salad uh weed fish day before christmas i think that's oh. the tradition yeah yeah that's interesting yeah um yeah but it's basically just like family we have i have a meal with like just a couple of members of my family and then all of them come like there's 20 of us or so that come and then we give our presents out and stuff it's nice fish before christmas uh, yeah i think so i think that's the thing i don't remember honestly my memory is so bad <laughs> um but yeah i think mia said it that she does fish as well i'm not sure um yeah i mean it's weird <laughs> traditions are weird honestly i i don't think as a family that i is like in my family we don't have that many traditions that we do yeah it's it's we don't i feel like we have a lot but just not christmas associated is like a associated stuff it's just like stupid shit my family are just fucking assholes but like i love them <laughs> <laughs> you're an only child right and just before we go um you're an only child yeah, yeah i am 
because last week I had Eloise on and she's not a child and I'm thinking just I have to mention briefly like the only child syndrome you do not have that like you're so generous with everything and how do you not have that's what I asked Eloise I just find it interesting like like I got I I don't have it because I was raised with my cousins basically and they taught me how to share and not be a shit I'm wondering how did you end up not being you know this is mine you're not allowed to share I hate everyone because I'm the best I think I'm I'm very I'm a very sensitive person and I'm very empathic when it comes to other people. So I don't know. I grew up with my family always sharing stuff and I think I just copied them. Um and I've never had like even if I had like two pennies in my wallet, I would give one penny to somebody else if they needed it. I know that, yeah, 100%. Um and like I think my family have taught me so much about like not being selfish um and they taught me so much about work and I like from young age I had to like start cleaning and knowing that I have to contribute something to my family so good and I think that's why I'm I'm not like oh this is mine I'm not sharing and I'm not gonna give you anything like some stuff, of course, like that I cherish and have emotional connection of to. Course. I will not give you. <laughs> I will not. I will keep that. But like, I I don't care. I'm. I don't think I'm very material materialistic either. Yeah. I don't. I don't buy stuff that are unnecessary. I don't. Like when I see something that's cool, I will appreciate it in the store, but I will not buy it. <laughs> yeah, I get you. And yeah, I think that's it. Like, I grew up having to, not saying that that's bad, but I I love the fact that my family have taught me from young age how to take care of myself and how to help others as well. Like, when I was, like, 12, I had, like, my mom was volunteering, so she was like, go with me, let's go volunteer and help the homeless. And I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, why not? Oh, I love that. That's so nice. Oh, yes, it's it's that's such a great answer to be honest, and um, I'm so glad that you've like, you know, not turned out to have only child children because, <laughs> like, do you know people with only child children? Because I definitely do. Yeah, I do. I know like many like people that are like, oh, this is mine. I'm not sharing or like. They will drive you and they will ask for those, like, two pounds <laughs> for gas that they drove you. And I'm like, why? Okay, sure, why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get you, I get you. Well, Nika, we have reached the end. Oh! <laughs> I know. This is so nice. Oh, my word. How have we done this for a fucking hour? This is <laughs> I mean, we could do it for longer. <laughs> we could. We could literally go for hours. Well, yeah, I don't have the time, but like honestly, that that went very very quickly. Like yeah, that is definitely one of the quickest ones ever. Yeah. I feel like a minute ago we were just talking about like food and stuff like that. Like, yeah, we, literally. Like, like what was the first thing we even talked about? I don't even remember, but it was like, it was, uh, why did I choose Worcester? Yeah, like that was minutes. Ago. That was like twenty <laughs> seconds ago. Shut up. Yeah, no, I I can talk a lot, <laughs> and I think you can talk a lot, and we just match each other. <laughs> Yes, honestly, you're the perfect podcast guest because I don't really have to put much effort in. This is exactly what I want. (laughs) Thank you so much for doing this. It's been so nice. And I hope you have an awesome Christmas. I 
hope you get home safe. Thank you for inviting me and having me on your podcast. And yeah, I wish you the best. And I wish your Christmas to be very nice and full of lights, a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely a lot of food. And you're going to have Croatian food. You must be buzzing. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs>